If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. This episode is sponsored by Me Undies. It's the most comfortable underwear that you can wear. Uh, 90%, that's the percent of your life that you're in your underwear, so why not wear something that's comfortable and fits well, all right? And if you go to meundies.com slash IOP, you get 20% off your first order and low flat rate international shipping. So if you're from Canada, you get low flat rate shipping, all right? And they're not just for men anymore. They're for women as well. So, yeah, there you go, MeUndies. You're welcome. What's up, guys? Welcome to Invasion of Privacy Podcast. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Kate Wolf. Today we have a special guest who's never been here before. Sarah Armour. Woo! Yeah. Isn't that how you say love? Or well, that's amour. That's amour. There's no R. Yeah. Isn't it but it's pretty Isn't close. It's amore. close. Every time I Isn't see it. like a thing on it? Oh, oh, oh yeah. When it's, um, ooh. Hello, but, Italian dude. Yeah. But not uh, amour. Say it again. That's fucking just American. I butcher beautiful accents. That's what I do. Well, yeah. there's like amore and then there's like amour. And like, I'm just like, armor. oh, mi amor, yeah, that's Spanish, I think. Yeah. Amor, amor, amore. You just sound like a guy you know, who's drunk. Well, like Forever 21 <laughs> always had, or like all different shirts, like graphic tees are really in that say amor. And I always just want to go vandalize all of them, put a little R and like, like SarahArm.com. Like, I just want to like, that would be, aw- you need to R- buy one of the shirts and just do that for R- yourself. R- I just want to make them all just say my name. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, Get maybe. that shirt, Sarah. I Maybe I will. I don't know. By the way, everyone. <laughs> Sarah is a very talented, funny comedian. Thanks. Seriously, check her out. Do you have stuff on YouTube at all, or no? I do have stuff on YouTube, but you know we have a lot of. We're questions about for to Joe. get into the questions for Joe about YouTube. But some YouTube questions for I do. For Jew. I'm ready. I do have stuff on YouTube, and I. Is it like your stand up? I have some stand up, some stories, some like old sketches. I don't usually take things down, so like, and I went to film school starting in 2007, so there's like content on the internet floating around that I made like from many, many moons ago. But I, mm. um, and I don't take it down because like it's part of what I made, you know, I don't really care, but it's very, very bad. And um, <laughs> some, a few things. How I've, long have you been doing comedy for? Well, I've been doing stand up for like three years, but I've been Oh my doing... God, you've come so far in three years, Thanks. Sarah. Thanks, I know, it's kind of crazy. I actually That's have. nuts. You know, I, I like really am hard on myself when I beat myself up and my therapist yesterday was like, I don't understand. Like what? Why are you so hard on yourself? And I was like, I am successful. <laughs> but I don't feel successful. And I, you know. She's killing it. She's killing the game. Yeah. I think like relatively. Like I don't think no, I'm killing she it. But I think I'm killing it like You're... for my. Yes, you are. I've had, a, I've had a fast. But it's not really, you know, I've been doing stand-up for three years. But I did improv before that. And I went to film school. I mean, I've always been doing Hey, comedy. stop finding reasons to be hard on yourself. That's right. Okay. I'm just. Where You're I am great. in my journey. You're great. I'm great. I'm good enough. Joe, you've just been 
making fun teasing me for the last half hour huh is that what's happening what's going on in there what happened in your childhood that's making you do this yeah that's that's her theory also like if you make fun of, not make fun but if you do anything everything's linked to it she's always like thing. well you know as a kid his uncle probably grabbed his leg and he was scared i don't know she's very forgiving it's how she forgives the world childhood um, really okay, let's get back. Let's, let's get into these questions you have for Joe because he's the. I do put out YouTube videos, but not with the with the same success as Joe Santa Gats. You got to start somewhere, though. Thank you. Um, I actually stopped making my own videos because I'm putting my efforts into the one I'm doing with Michael Blaustein. Oh, doing, I love Michael Blaustein. I love him. We have one called Box and Cox. It's under his YouTube channel. Cute. I actually love them. I really like. I, I'm putting way more heart and time into those than I was doing my own. So that's why I kind of good start doing that okay so that's like the whole thing though right like in order for your youtube video or any content like youtube is just the way that we view the content so right. we're calling it youtube videos but what it is is content it's just like videos p people to ingest right tv mm -hmm. shows and they're just small <laughs> and if you're gonna do them you really have to put your heart into it you really have to like I love so. the content right mm -hmm. and i feel like every time i have started a video project and this is you know I don't really mean to put all my stuff on you guys, but like since I, you know, I, I've, I've written countless scripts and I don't produce any of them. And the ones that I have produced, I've hated and and I've made videos in earnest and then I hate them. And I can't I know that the answer, I mean, yes, like watch the Ira Glass thing over and over. Remember, you begin somewhere, blah, 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 blah. But there is something so vulnerable to me about the practice of filmmaking and and you know content production because like i was saying downstairs like when i'm on stage if i'm doing stand-up or even doing improv or even presenting or coaching or whatever i'm in the moment and so i can always be correcting i can i can always i'm always like you know fighting a little bit mm -hmm. right if you put a video online like that's just like your best effort and it's just you what feel it is way more exposed putting so, the video out there. and it shows your taste and it shows your like your skill level and it shows how how you know how expansive you're willing to think and like if anyone if, if, if someone only saw one thing that you did it's like this video online and you don't really know how to edit and you know what i mean like i just feel like when it comes to youtube videos and then sometimes i get stuck because i'm like oh i'll do this idea and then i look it up just to see what else exists and it's like it exists in every form already <laughs> i have no good ideas and so I, I, you know <laughs> when it comes to making youtube videos and i have clients all the time who want to make content oh tell them what you do oh, by i'm the also way. a life coach my day job is that i'm a life coach and i work with entrepreneurs and creative individuals to create their lives so it's not only their lives but it's mostly creative people so it's like their lives and also their projects so yeah. it's like i have i have a client who's a novelist i have a client who's um you know a, a, a like a fitness expert and trying to build a fitness career and um you know a, i have a lot of coach coach clients and comic clients and, and whatever so performer clients and i always am like what like create a breakthrough in vulnerability create a breakthrough in you know in not attachment and i said talk all this bullshit and then i'm like no, I'm so protective of my ego. <laughs> I will not put up bad content and I would rather die than put up like a bad video. It sounds and... like, yeah, it's linked to perfectionism for you. Totally, which is so stupid. And like, I know better. But I like, I have that where like, there, there's been times like I try to put out a video that's, I, I put out a video once a week. So once a week, you know, I'm talking about something new and just trying to make it as funny as possible, usually around three minutes. And um, his, his are really funny, Sarah. So the format of yours is like you're doing Talking Head and like then there are, like there are graphics and there are... Not really. 
He'll sometimes he'll sometimes do a little bit of sometimes like for the most. I wish I sh- we should have showed you one of his videos. I'm before. sorry that I'm not like I'm the worst guest. I have no no I, no. I no should we should have showed you actually. No, it's, no. it's pro it's better that you haven't actually. But um, for the most part, I just stand in front of my camera and say what I have to say, and just you know edit it together. Uh, there have been times where I've shot um like insert sketches, you know, to go over what I'm saying, like my mm-hmm. like a voiceover almost. And um, but like the, for the, there's not like crazy graphics that pop up. Sometimes there are, you know, like a picture maybe. But right. like for the most part, there's there's like majority of the videos. It's just me talking, and that's all. Um, he'll do really funny. Here I'm momming it up for you again. Um, <laughs> he'll do really funny. Like he'll put on a wig. So if he talks about a girl being like, and then this girl will be all annoying. He'll little it'll cut to him in like a different example, area of right. the room wearing a wig with a great act out though. Well, I mean, I can't think think of an example, but he'll be like, oh my god, and da da da. But it's really, it's funny. And and that's the thing though. Like the one I do with Michael when I did it by myself, I would I kn- I was looking at Joe's and I was like, remember I I. Uh, text him and I'd be like mine aren't as good as yours <laughs> but when I do it with Michael for whatever reason I, I it clicks more or something yeah, like it's, yeah. it's more well, you're, you're able to feed off someone else's energy so it's yeah. like it's, it, you, it makes you feel better like when you see someone else smile or like their eyes light up when it's just you looking into a camera and you're by yourself right. it's, it's a little more unnerving you just kind of have to feel like like me I feel like um, you know I like I know how to make this funny. Like I'll make like I know what right. to say. You know what I mean. So it's like you kind of have to have that. Well, and you probably feel proficient in the technology. Like I think a big part of it is that like. Well, I always I wasn't, and I still don't feel very like whatever. Really, it's very, really good though. But I, like in the beginning, like if you watch the first video I ever made in the format that I'm doing. And how now, long have you been doing this? Three years. Okay, so if I go back three years ago and look at your first videos, yeah, what will I see? Uh, the content like they're f- infuriating when I watch them because the content <laughs> is there. Uh. And it's good content, but it wasn't delivered as well as like if I could do that video now, it'd be so much better. Right. And the editing's off, and just like my tone of voice is, you know, whatever. But it's like you get better as you go along. Right. Obviously, it's just I don't know. It's just you you figure it out. You I feel like, but you have to just do it. Yeah, but I just I guess I feel like with stand up, like I feel the same way about stand up. Like if I were to when I listen back to sets or when I when I look at videos, I'm like, oh man, I thought I was so good, I was so bad. But but it doesn't matter because it's kind of like gone. It yeah. doesn't exist anymore. And like if it does, it's in a recording, and it's like just for me. But I feel like the internet is like this big scary. I mean, of course, it's so easy to just get lost in the mix. So if you make a bad video, it doesn't really matter. But like, and you can always delete it later too. Right, like, that's true. Like Joe, I mean, he, it wouldn't make sense for him to go back and delete because his have so many views at this point. Right. But you could. Right. For me, like, if I have an old video that only got like four hundred views and I don't like it anymore, it's right. gone. There's no reason for it to be there. Yeah, no. But I, 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 I disagree. I, make I don't it know. I, I just you feel like, like leaving it. I yeah, I, I'll leave anything. Like I've put out videos that didn't do well. Like I'm, I'm that's stupid to say, but like a video, you know. A video to me that doesn't do well will have like fifty thousand views on it. I hate you. So no, but like, much. but listen, in like he's a different conversation. But yeah, yeah, no, I know like, what you're saying. Yes. But like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, that video did bad, so I'm just gonna fucking you know. So when you... which fifty thousand is bad compared to like what they should do. 
know what I mean? That means that people still are like, eh, I'm not going to tell anyone about it. So it's like, it's still the same <laughs> right, thing. Right, right, right. So when yeah. three years ago you started your videos, and even if you were getting 50,000 views or whatever, what was your intention of the videos? Were you hired to make the videos? Were you just no. making them and then you got found? I, how I, are you getting? And 50,000 is an outstanding. I mean, I get like 40 views, and I'm like, people know who I am. You know, like, it's, I'm like, 50,000, that sounds like fucking like right. an um, empire to me. If, like, when I first started, I. I when I was younger, it's it's funny because there was a night where me and my family were watching old home videos, and my mom had a rocket launcher camera. You remember those, yeah. the fucking yeah. big ass ones. Totally. So uh, you had that like a fucking periscope that had you you had to look through to like film or whatever. Uh -huh. Yeah. She had one of those, and I always fucking loved it. Like I just loved it. And we were watching the videos, and I was like four. And she'd be filming, and I'd just come out of nowhere into frame, and I'd be like, "Can I, can I film?" Like whatever. It's just like weird to think about it now. And then when I was like eleven, uh, I begged my parents to get me like a, a camera, and they gave me this camera that uh, recorded on um, cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. So if I had, to, if I wanted to edit, I had to rewind and just record over it. Right. And me and my friend made the worst videos ever, but we would make like sketches and just like dumb shit like that. And um, so we, I did that. And then uh, eventually I got a camera and I was just like, it was like a camcorder and uh, it had one of those reversible screens so I could like see myself for the first time. And one day I just had it and I was just like, fuck it. I got shit to say. It was the first video I made was a, it's called a talk about sluts or something like that. And <laughs> it, it was just, say. You know, that it, shit to say about yeah. So, so I was like, because I always saw I saw like uh, I definitely flinched. My heart flinched when he said that in I a bad talk way. To I was the like, Joey, no, right, 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 Joey, <laughs> right. See, so, so I did something like that, and it's it's a bad video. Like looking back on it, like I, I was like a uh, a younger minded person, so it was just kind of like I was just saying a bunch of shit right. that like I wouldn't say now. Is it still up? Yeah, it's still up. I should definitely go watch. Yeah, one hundred percent. Go watch it. Um, Even though you've never come to a show, but whatever. Yeah. It's you've never seen my comedy. <laughs> kind of rude. So, so hurtful. So hurtful. I put that video out. Not put that video out. Not with the intention of this is what I'm gonna do. It was just kind of like I was just like this is something that I've always done. I like doing it. Wow, my voice cracked. I am 11 again. Uh, this <laughs> is something I like that doing. There's a lot of adult women in here. So <laughs> We're intimidating we, him. Yeah, it's okay. So, uh, so yeah, I just did it because it was like fun i was like fuck it so uh i made it and then i put it on facebook and it got like 30 likes and i was like wow yeah <laughs> i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me so uh, i was like fuck it i'll just do another one and I, it just so happens that i did one a week from the last time and uh it was about facebook and i just it was like eight minutes long though like which is not you know i don't advise anyone to make an eight minute video and no i was gonna sit there what is going on right now? Keep going. But anyway. <laughs> You're speaking your truth, Joey. Let it out. So, Even if uh, your voice it was like Let eight, it out. It was like eight minutes long, and I did that. And then, you know, that got 30 likes, too, whatever. And it just kind of, you know, whatever. And, and I didn't have a video that went viral or anything. It just slowly Built. progressed. Yeah. And now he'll get recognized on the street a lot. Wow. He's, yeah. And yeah, so how did strange. it transition into becoming like your job? Is that your job now? No, I am a producer at Elite Daily right now. But that's what you do. You're making videos. Right. Um, but could you make a decent amount of money just doing your YouTube videos now? Using yeah, like, the sponsors? I, I, and yeah, for sure. I Most of the money that I make is from brands and stuff like that. Like if I and incorporate let me, them. And this bitch. I'm like, when I just want to be in one video with you. I just think the fans want it. 
The fans I want, want it. it. <laughs> you make Most it seem like day. I tell you no. I really well, don't. Not? You know what? You give me a day and we're, I'm coming over and doing this. But here's the deal. The fans all right? want it. We're making the magic happen. Here's the deal. The, I the ran fans, out. are you going to really Listen, let down the world? I haven't pre-planned a video in two years. Dude. And I ran need, out of topics no, two years ago. We don't need to Listen, pre-plan, dude. I don't know what I'm doing Spur for of the next, moment. I don't know what I'm doing for Tuesday. I will come over and you'll say, Kate, we're talking about this and we will make it hilarious. One yeah, but time. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an idea. I don't have ideas until I have to, I'm going back into a corner like. So you're going to have to trust that the day that you tell Kate to show up, you guys together are going to come up <laughs> yeah, with the idea. Like yeah, that you're going to have the idea and it's going to be for two. Everyone like, listening, I need you to tweet at Joe Santagato about how badly you want this hot collab to happen. There's a hot collab on the table right now. Yeah. We need your help. Hot collab on the table. Who ordered the hot collab? There's a hot collab here <laughs> for two. But yeah. This needs to happen already. I, Kate, I'm not saying no. Yeah, but I'm you're, not, no. you're also not saying yes. Because I can't say yes because then that's like almost like a promise because the way I film my videos is Tuesday, I just fucking do them like okay, all guess, in one day because I'm backed into in a corner. In three weeks, because that's when Shane's out of school, Shane and Kate are popping up in Queens. Good Lord. And we're going to be like, yo, Santa Gats, let's do this. All right. Shane's going to be the one that gets the most famous out of all of it. That's going to be the, yeah. That's what happens. Joe just edits everything I say out and it's just him and Shane. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a clue of you being like, hi. <laughs> Kate's in my video. Check it out. I'll tell you, what, I did a I did a comedy show uh, this past Monday. It was for an organization, NAMI, N A M I. It's um, to promote awareness and money for people with mental illness. Mm. And um, but I went, and it was a family friendly comedy show. Shane was with me, and he went on stage and told two jokes. And, oh! But it was they're they're amazing. He they're so intense. That's so funny. He's only eight and a half, but he went on there and he was talking about how he's like my biggest fear. He goes, I'm scared of getting older, not because I'm scared of death, but because I'm scared of watching my wife give birth. And then he went oh into like <laughs> this thing and everyone was just like, what's happening? Oh and my I was God. like, that's my boy. That's my baby boy. Him. That is so funny. He's brilliant. He is just a That's little... awesome. And then he told, what else did he, he told the story, which actually happened where we were driving and a, a song he loves comes on and he goes, this is going to be my wedding song. And I was like, okay. And he goes, mom, who do you think I should marry? And I was like, I don't know. You have time. You'll you'll figure it out. And he's like, do you think I should join a dating website? And I was like, I guess. And he goes, you know what I'm going to put in my search? He goes, I'm going to search for spiritual, vegetarian, and loves Call of Duty and Halo. And I was like, you are the funniest oh my God. thing this kid in the world. Is... So th those were his jokes. He talked about both of those. And That's I was those like, are great jokes. Yeah, he kills it. He's killing life. Go wow Shane. how old is he he'll be nine in august whoa cool you know what i was doing at nine what not a fucking thing eating fruit roll-ups that's all really that's it fruit roll-ups 10 though. was my peak year so i was really gearing up for some big things but um it all went downhill at about 11 so. how old are you 14 i was killing it really we no, all have yeah. a year yeah i'm trying oh, to no no 13 i'm sorry i'm trying to get back to my 10 year old self Eighth grade. Eighth grade good for you. Eighth I grade feel is like the best I just started killing life. That's so good. That's great. <laughs> this week. Eighth, eighth grade. Eighth yeah. grade is the best it's going to get. 
I was really fifth mm. grade for me was the tops. Eighth grade I had a second peak, but it wasn't. And then I started having sex and everything went downhill. And now I'm you know, I'm trying to come out of that penis phase and be like, oh, I I can have oh. myself again. Oh, I my, you myself got, you, again. You went boy crazy, Stacy. I went boy crazy and I lost myself. And I and, and no, I will say if lost we're gonna, yourself in well, if penis. we're gonna in, in penis, if we're gonna deal with if we're gonna treat boy crazy as mental illness in and of itself is <laughs> you know we can call it other things too but you know <laughs> i think that what i was operating on top of and how successful i've been despite just being boy crazy has been a great feat and so i look forward to seeing how much you can I accomplish create, when you're not if i'm just focused on myself fiending for that when i'm just not living for the day um but fifth grade yeah i was a champion i'm 28 now is the answer okay. but i'll be 29 in answer. july <laughs> I'll be 29 in July, so things are, t- clocks are taken. Clock is taken. Yeah, but I would definitely say you need to start putting out some YouTube content. Sure. Well, I know. I mean, the world's ready for Sarah Armour. Well, are you are I, you nervous? Well, here's the thing, okay? So I, I've i put out some content. I, I mean, I, I went to film school, and part of the work of being in film school is like you make these videos, you put them out, you put them up, right? Your mom needs to see them. And it was before YouTube was a thing that people were like, I mean, now I don't even everyone think Bieber yeah. had been out yet when I was doing this. Oh, so it was really? like 2006 and 2007, right? So like Beeps. I was making videos, you know, and, and putting them out there. And I think what's happened now is that like whenever I start to think about creating web content, like not even TV shows specifically, like I'm not as blocked around writing like a pilot or like a, a, a film. But when it comes to web content, I feel so just like like I feel like I don't have anything to add to the conversation like I I don't I don't want to make something because my career could really use it or like people want to hear from me but like I I don't you know when I look at YouTube videos that that already exist it's kind of like you know who am I you know and I have a lot of ideas I have I have a lot of you know, and yet you get on stage well, right. and say your point of yeah, view all the I time. I could say that about what you do. Like, like yeah, but been here's, said before. Yeah, but here's maybe. the thing. What I'm doing, and this is where I struggle. I was telling you this, this is where I struggle in my comedy career as well, which is that I have a really hard time locking down content. Like, my, my, when I'm at my best, when I am the best Sarah comic in flow state that exists, I show up and I am... You know, I hate to sound like this. I feel like I sound like a Louise Hay book, but I'm like sharing authentically and I'm shining my light and I'm just funny. Like I'm funny. And you're so, just going up there and you're in the zone. Totally. You're not even like necessarily prepared. Right. You're just going. And I may have ideas about what I want to say and I may have jokes that I've written that I'm throwing in that things continue to come back. Well, that's a beautiful thing, Sarah. Totally. But it's really limiting in terms of, you know, I don't have to commit to any content really. I mean, even now I'm trying to make tapes for like submissions for things and I'm like, what is the set? And I'm like, angels, please tell me what the set is. And then I, you can figure it out but even then i look at the content and i'm like this sucks like this is so juvenile and i i guess i just get so frustrated because i you want pro- to be yeah you so much better than find i am a happy balance because it's a, such a great thing to go up on stage and do i did that last night finally because i've been trying to tape for naca yeah, which i yeah. know you've oh, been doing God. which is the college tape so you have to do mm. clean it has to really be precise and i did it for two months trying to get this tape and last night, finally, I Got could just it. be free. I just went up with concepts, and I had the best time. Wow! Just talking, like not even you know having punchlines, just going. But it's good. I think it's good to have both. Right. Absolutely. And in terms of YouTube, just set up the camera, Sarah. Talk. Yeah, it's so. Go. I feel like it's so much easier because you're just like, you could literally say whatever the fuck you want. Like I don't have like a script that I follow either. Like, 
if like I just put out a video about fucking the Caitlyn Jenner thing, mm -hmm. and I had no real like notes. You I just, just put had, that up. I should watch it. I just had an opinion, and I was like, I mean, you should fuck have called it. me over. I could have totally done that with Shut you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you just put the camera on and you just start fucking going. I mean, I keep like guidelines so I stay on track, like hit, right. hit these points. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, I'm just improving the whole thing and just kind of just going. Sarah, you just got to do it. Oh my Especially because, like, oh if, if you're Take funny, if you're funny and you know you're funny, then you're like, why would you even look up if this shit exists? Like, mine's going to be funnier than this. I, anyway. I think I have this really, I think because I have a formal education in content production i have some kind of like weird maybe judgment and blah like if like I, in my i'm like oh if when i put out content it will be this way and it will be highly produced and feel really awesome but and, that's been done you know right but also talking head videos have been done like right, it's all been done i'm kind of just like nothing. just do it I'm and just trust so, i suck sarah you need to have uh. faith that your point of view even if there are even if you choose a topic that's been discussed a million times right. that your point of view is still different enough even if 400 people listen that's a lot of people right. so just put, you are making excuse after I excuse to, <laughs> as to why to not put it out and it's, it's linked to this perfectionistic thing going on just do, well it's so like ego. nike it's says like, just do well, it like i want someone like if you're gonna look me up i want it to be like oh my god she's like so amazing but then i don't feel so amazing so that i don't make anything because you know sarah i, I will come know? over to your house set up that goddamn camera and, I'll just talk. and be behind it and you can just do you, okay, have do you think you're room. funny Oh, I know I'm funny. Oh, right. she's funny. I'm I, funny. I think I'm fucking hilarious. So, like, I'll make a video and be like, yeah, whatever. This is cool. It's fine. Right, right, right. It's totally fine. Yeah, but we but all there's don't... times I put a video, I'm like, this fucking blows. Oh, why? What? Here's the thing. Whenever I buy underwear that's from a generic store or something like that, it never fits right. It's always, like, giving me a wedgie or it's rubbing me the wrong way. I want underwear that feels good and feels like it's made for me. And that's why I love me undies. Because they've created the All of Me collection, and it's for everyone, all different body types, and a whole new Me Undies line that celebrates you and all your multitasking, gorgeous as hell glory. I love that, gorgeous as hell glory. That is just that just describes me. No, I'm joking. Um, anyway, it's made of the most breathable, barely there, all natural mo modal fabric, and four distinct styles that'll fit whichever you you feel like being, and it's a lot softer than cotton. I just tried my first pair and they are amazing and I feel like my vagina can breathe in them, which is what we all want. Right now, when you go to meundies.com slash IOP, you'll get 20% off your first order of thongs, even though I don't like them because they ride right in my butt. But these thongs are pretty good. Also, they have bikinis, boy shorts, or cheeky briefs. And I don't know what that is, but I think it's a British person living in your underwear. That's in the All of Me collection, plus you get free shipping. I guarantee you love them. So go to MeUndies.com slash IOP, and you'll get 20% off your first order. Okay, so sorry, guys. We had to cut real quick because something happened with the technology. Our powerful energy hurt the technology, and it's Mercury retrograde. The whole so that's what's universe collapsed. I don't know what the fuck any of that means. Itself. But, yeah. The planets are in transit. Oh, yeah. First of all, there's just an Elite Daily video that came out the other day that I was in, the horoscope one. Oh, right. how was it? And it's so funny because the questions they gave us before, it wasn't, it was so like, tell me what you think about horoscopes. And I guess I was the only one went in being like, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I think every horoscope is amazing. Of course, but like but amazing I believe, ones are amazing. I believe in astrology. But me then too. they, they totally changed it. The topic was like, why 
horoscopes are so bad or well, whatever right. it was. <laughs> and they still use some of my clips, but I was like, everyone was hating on That's them. And I'm like, no, awesome. I love them. That's no, so you funny. weren't like that the whole time though. You were saying like, I'm not gonna take, you know, I'm not gonna read like a fortune cookie and be like, oh yeah, this is gonna happen. Exactly. Well, of course. So not a lot of horoscopes, like the ones in like the gossip magazines, those are not normally the people who were like Into really astrology. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, first of all, so where are the astrology? Do I have to fucking read a scroll in a cave? No, but where, but there are some people the who really news? study that. Yeah, stuff. they're like our astrologers. But like, where do you get that? The internet. Internet. Internet, bro. How the fuck do you know that they know what they're talking about? Well, it's, you it's, can tell the ones that do and don't, and they've studied. And, and it does like the same work as anything. Like, ha, like, uh, you know, you feel into it. That's how I do. I, I mean, can yeah. feel into who's bullshit and who's not. Like the pe- the person that I follow is a, I I follow an astrologer. She's not even really an astrologer, but this woman. Do you ever read Tosha Silver's work? Yes. Okay, so Tosha Silver's like my favorite, and I I listen to her weekly calls. And she has, she's an astrologer by background, and now she's just kind of a, a writer and talks about like living you know, with divine openness and sort of surrendering to the universe and all that. And and um, you know, when you hear her talk about the planets, listen, I have no idea what she's talking about. It's all sciencey to me. <laughs> yeah. But what she's saying resonates so yes. deeply, and it's not. People are like, you could say that anytime. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. What she's saying is so spot on. And I talk to enough people. Like, I'm a coach, right? Yeah. I talk to, you know, roughly 18 people every week about what's going on in their lives. And on a week-by-week basis, the complaints, fears, concerns, what's coming up for people is thematically incredibly similar. Now, whether that's just a reflection of myself and I'm that that's just what I'm, you know, projecting into this space is, is one thing. But even if that is the case, it's still the conversation that I'm having with these people. And it happens to match when I listen to these astrology sort of, OK, here's what's going on with the planets. Here's what you should be ex- expecting that aren't even about like my sign, but they're just about like, OK, here's what here's where the, here's where the planets are right now. And here's what that usually means. It's so spot on that it's alarming that it's it's like okay well i don't know if it's true or not but it's way more fun if i believe that it is well then fucking every magazine and newspaper is just giving astrology a bad rep then because totally it's, it's all stupid it's bubblegum astrology right it's like today Junk you got food. today you're creative today and have a you know right a fucking... and you know maybe there is a magazine who one of them that actually does go right. to a legitimate yeah that you can get fucking nowhere but okay I, so what i want to get to now mm. is something you know sarah and i are so, so into this topic it's about these spiritual leaders who of course everyone who's listening just went oh fuck i know course. and someone actually uh tweeted at me what'd she say she was like oh god i'm so sick of kate's spiritual bullshit well this is another podcast bitch yeah <laughs> yeah this isn't your podcast it's then. about to get fucking real magical in here fuck yeah. harry potter no, but this is okay this is it and you can take it out of the spiritual world too well because it's not just spiritual it's like leadership yes so this is well this is okay so <laughs> the topic the thing that we're getting into is can you be a spiritual leader slash healer slash leader whatever it is um i think i said leader already but yeah, but yeah yeah 
and what what would you say? Okay, so and be a little messed up. Well, okay, let's get let me back it up. So yeah. there's this movie Carm- Carmageddon, Carmageddon that Kate recommended. It to sounds me. like a porno featuring Carmen Electra. It does actually. <laughs> let's make it. Let's make it. Video guy. Carmageddon. I'm inspired. I know what I Your want my first, first video, video to be. I want to make yeah. a little Carmageddon. But um, okay, so Carmageddon. What is the guy's name? Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown. Oh, and the filmmaker, the- but the. The well, okay, so Jeff Brown is the guy who does it, but he's also an amazing author. You should Absolutely. check out his stuff. Oh, I he's love, amazing. I love Jeff Brown. Okay, so the guy he his spiritual quote unquote guru, although he doesn't call himself a guru, is Bhagavan Das. Okay, Bhagavan Das is this spiritual leader. We'll just say leader. We won't say guru, but he's a guru. Okay, but he's a spiritual leader, and he trained under. I'm going to get the name wrong. Neem Karoli Baba. And who's the guy that wrote Be Here Now? Shish Kebab Ram Das. No. Ram Das wrote this book, Be Pemdas. Here Now, that in our like parents' generation was like the was the I text mean, on spirituality. It is. Everyone it listen is to me. The book. Be here now. Get it. It's the book. And it actually is it actually <laughs> is the book and it's the mantra. And like that is kind of like the whole point of becoming an actualized adult, right? Like we're all yes. trying to stay present and like blah blah. Okay. So his one of his uh his protege was this guy. What is the guy's name? So, so okay. So, Neem so, Karoli Baba. Let me get let me, the picture. So, Neem Karoli Baba is this. You guys are painting the picture way too much. Just, what, just listen. Just, just, okay. Neem Karoli we're Baba. We're going to need a, a flow chart to yeah, go no with No one knows what the fuck you're just saying. Just listen. I don't Neem. even know. Who's just listen. Shikita Baba. Neem Karoli Baba is an amazing saint guy that, like, pretty much whoever studied under him was, like, real deal. Ramdas studied under him. Right. Ramdas is the man. Now Bhagavan Das also studied under him, but he's got some shit. Right. And so this filmmaker Jeff Brown did this documentary about Bhagavan Das where he basically expo- accidentally exposes him as a total fucking douchebag. So he's this <laughs> spiritual leader. He's he goes on these world tours. He's a he's a chanting he's a, a, a chanting kirtan. expert, a kirtan chanting expert. And people go. They're giving their 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 he is this vessel to which people are able to connect to source, to spirit, their divine, their divine selves through, right? And so Jeff Brown does this documentary where he lives with him and he, and, he, and he gets really close to this guy and you find out that this guy is stealing from him. He's trying to fuck <laughs> his girlfriend. This guy's a total pervert. He tries He's to fuck young calling. girls everywhere. Yeah. Literally catcalling. Imagine a guy in like spiritual garb. Like dreadlocks. And, yeah. Dreadlocks, a beard to his ankles, wearing a fucking <laughs> dress, being like, ooh, I want to finger your dirty pussy. You know what I mean? Like really, and not even just cat, like dirty cat calling. Like you just said, finger your dirty pussy. That's pretty dirty. Dirty, right? So this is a spiritual leader, and so the question: finger your dirty pussy. Does he actually say that? Well, no, but a he, pirate, I don't. Yeah, that was from Sarah. Well, but, I, there was, but it's close. So you're paraphrasing. It's I totally had a fine. friend on spring break get said that exact line by a guy. We went to Orlando, and he was he played Jack and Cat. At Sparrow. least he's setting the standards low for how clean her vagina is. Captain like, Jack huh. Sparrow asked her if he could finger her dirty pussy, and it was Wait, it stuck with me. Bigger, Damn. bigger. You know, better question. Did she? Did she? Did he? Did he finger her dirty pussy? He absolutely did. That's. I mean, that's all that counts. Jesus. I mean, Yolo. Listen, listen, you know what I mean? We're one I bet one you Jesus one. was the real deal. BT Dubs. But like. I did, mean, I guess we don't know. He didn't finger anyone's dirty pussy though. I think he might have actually fingered um, dirty pussy. Been with Mary, not whatever her name. He, uh, there was a Mary girl. Magdalene. Was it Mary Magdalene? She was like a hooker. That was his. Partner, I think I, yeah. she might not have even been a hooker, but yeah, I think they were actually partners. Yeah. He had a partner. Yeah. It was Mary. And she was probably just as dope as he was. Jesus Goddess. Divine feminine. But like if you found Boom. out that Jesus had an affair or like was fucking someone else, would that all of a sudden 
invalid that's what we're talking about like does that invalidate him as jesus so if jesus had like a meth addiction right if you found out jesus was on amphetamines <laughs> no he's a he, dude he's jesus it would affect it's my it would, guy it would affect my it wouldn't i wouldn't become judgmental i'd still because, buy his chains <laughs> here's the thing being a human is complicated right. it's hard so i'm not saying you can't be a human and, and be spiritual yeah you can be spiritual and a human but i think i don't want to say to be a leader but to be a healthy leader or to be right. someone who's really able to God, well it's like between leading there's a difference between leading and like preaching and so it's like when you're going to preach i don't think so you have to i'm going to disagree with you guys yeah, now. say it speak because uh you do that for a living right life coach you do the preaching sort well, of but so i don't in a way but you don't believe yes. you said that you don't take your own advice well right so that's my whole conflict that i'm having right now right in my so life. what's the difference between that well that's well, what right. we're yeah that's, we're, that's the question. what we're asking like am i invalid because <laughs> of my deep because of how deeply human i don't I am? think so because all you have to do is unlock a certain thought in someone's mind and then they'll be on their way right so it's actually not my job to be perfect it's no. my job to know what bring to do people forward into their own that's greatness, it. right and so that's a job of a leader period right the right. job of a leader by definition is not someone who tells everyone what to do but it's someone who unlocks other people's greatness right, right. like if I'm leading, that's yes. what my hope is, that all right. the people around me yeah. are able to access this greater part of themselves. But when someone is an unhealed person, meaning their ego is getting in the way, they you know, are misogynist, their misogynistic, stuff is in the space. their stuff's in there. And it doesn't mean that they can't that's help not, shine light. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, you can't say that because that would mean 100% of the people that have, that 100% of them is in, like, 100% of people who are, let's say, misogynistic, blah, 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 and they're preaching that's always in there well, which isn't true because there's people who definitely do it no, but no. it also assumes that they're wrong like that's the big question about the documentary so the fact that this guy was such a pervert was a big question mark right because how could he be so i mean unhealed doesn't cover it right if we're talking about it on like a psychological level this guy has serious he seems a bit mentally issues, ill mentally ill serious issues that he actually isn't confronting at the end of the documentary you find out that he's been drinking the whole time at the end of the documentary you find out that he had been in therapy and had been working on a lot of stuff around his anger about his mother and his father and what's the film called yeah carmageddon oh, carmageddon okay. it's our it's our porn oh, right, i would right. love for you to watch it actually and tell me what you think i'll watch it but so like he comes out with all of these truths about himself and he actually at the end does seem a little bit more centered and grounded and he's sort of sharing like he's hey, a little more honest he's honest that's what it is it's he's honest but see that's where i think it comes in and i'm not saying like joe i'm not saying that it will always come out on the person but there is something a little bit dangerous sometimes a lot of bit dangerous yeah. about that kind of person honestly i think a lot of cult leaders even display that where they're very Absolutely. tapped in but they can be misleading to people who are following them well because there's because there's know. a difference between being tapped in and leading versus manipulating and so like Bhagavan Das is actually manipulating people around him. And so then when you hear the conversation... Because his shit's in there. Right. And so yeah. he's... And then you feel bad for him. Like, because, you know, I don't know. It was so funny. Unless they know that what the mistakes they make, they're doing them wrong. If they know that, then it's just... That's just a but human I think a lot thing. Of the, but I think a lot of these people Every are time lying we, to themselves. Listen, right. And that's what's dangerous. But, yes. but listen, when we do bad things, we know we're not supposed to do them. It would be it would be uh bad if you didn't know and you're like this is you know they, you just do it not knowing that how this affects other people blah 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 all that but these people clearly know 
the mistakes that they're making. Yeah, but here's so, the thing. So they're able to in a in a in the spiritual con in the spiritual conversation. And again, like I am no expert. Okay, I'm just starting to have these conversations. Girl, speak it. But doesn't isn't the whole point that like in the in the context of spirituality, there actually is no right or wrong. That there's this sort of uh, uh, you know what is that roomy quote I'm going to get it wrong but it's like there's that space beyond judgment or that space beyond right and wrong where humanity just exists well it's really all eat. yes it's all choice and, and everything's actually in the gray right? right but yes that's true so you're you're and Bhagavan Das he's not right or wrong he's just being himself right. okay right however when it comes to someone who's a spiritual leader and there and still you can be a spiritual leader and have your shit that's quote unquote fine but you can tell when someone is actually a healthy sensitive feeling person i just feel like that's the person you really want the guidance from Absolutely. it's like same with the therapist though like yeah i don't but... want to go to a therapist who's a child molester right like right their right, shit right. can affect you maybe what maybe not maybe you could go to a therapist who's an alcoholic and all they do is help you right and and their shit doesn't wear off on you right but it could well, that's the big question. I mean, of course it could, but I feel like it's it's much easier to give advice than to take. follow it and right. take your own advice. No, absolutely. But, if you know, but I'd just... rather go to a person who's also walking the walk. Absolutely. Yeah, but that's how everyone has someone has something. No one is doing everything right. Indeed. I, but I know. And look, okay. So well, then it's like goes to a degree thing. So that's the real question. Like, so if Bhagavan, and it's honesty. It's, just it's don't how murder. That's they it. Are. Don't murder, and I'll fucking listen to you if you have a good point. I don't know. I, I feel like because Sarah and I, you know, are into this whole spiritual world. I've become much more sensitive to the spiritual people who feel healthy versus the ones who feel toxic, and it does Absolutely. feel like there's a difference. Absolutely. And here's my question. Okay, so Joey, but if I'm you gonna... didn't know that, would you feel that? What do you mean? If you didn't know beforehand, well. Like, this person had his shit. How surprised were you when you found out about Bhagavan Cox, or whatever the fuck his name Bhagavan is? And you're like, and, and then you're like, oh my God, this guy does this? Now we're having this conversation. We would have never had this conversation. Well, that's the whole question. Know. I mean, even like, So he can clearly do it if you guys didn't expect that at all. Right. And even like when you look at politics, I mean, if you talk about like Bill Clinton and his blowjob, like, did it actually matter that he got blown by a bunch of interns? Actually, no. First of all, it was in one intern. In his leadership? No. One intern. But, in his leadership. Right, and yeah. Well, and also, well, leader we were talking... of the free world, you deserve a couple. Oh my gosh, shut up! But see, like that actually is an opinion. It's like true. Like you can't get a blowjob. Who's you're not... cheating? First get a divorce hey, and then get blowjobs. If, if I'm running the country, I'm getting a blowjob from your wife. Here's the thing, though. If I, I, I wanted to be my wife, I'm getting a blowjob. You can pay for it. I agree. You didn't have to with both of you, actually. Like. I agree, get a divorce. I hope I don't get cheated on. But also, <laughs> on a, like, I also understand the difference between, like, how, like, like I've seen examples of, you know, men experiencing sex as really nothing but that or as them acting out some power trip or, like, it's actually not about their wives. And while it's, again, that's unhealthy, that's unhealed, that's someone who's not actually committed in their relationship, I actually also see that as just, like, a, a human accident. Like, or yeah. a, making a, even, like, okay, so in the in the documentary, okay, tell, tell me what you think, Joe. This is, okay, so you don't know anything that's going on, right? He's a nope. spiritual healer. He's a spiritual leader. He is, he is a, a, a teacher of... Um, divine actualization okay he I literally don't even know what that means I'm just kidding okay but so he <laughs> um, 
he steals things from people. So a, one of the teachings of the divine, so something that I teach my clients, something that I, part of what I'm not practicing because my ego is so big is like actually this idea of non-attachment. So there's this idea that like stuff, physical stuff or, or human achievement is, is sort of inconsequential, right? Like you're just a being on this planet. And so like, you know, this shirt is material. If I, if this shirt burns up in flames, I still exist, right? I don't mm -hmm. need this shirt to be me. I am mm -hmm. centered and whole in myself. And so the spiritual work and whether I become a famous comedian or I never coach again, or I become a famous doctor or whatever, right? It, it actually doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever I do is what I'm going to do, right? And so things, things don't matter. Achievements don't matter. But this guy's stealing from people's homes, right? So people are letting him into their home and he's stealing from them. And then when he's confronted with it, the conversation is, I felt divinely guided to take this photo. Like you stole a very special photo <laughs> yes. from this woman. I felt divinely guided to take this photo. And what's up with her being so attached to this photo? No, you know what he is? He's a psychopath making excuses. Well, right. So that's the thing. He's clearly a psychopath well, making that's, excuses. You know what that is? He's like, it's like punching someone in the face and being like, you're welcome. I taught you how to handle well, so your manipulative. anger. It's manipulative. Right, exactly. It's not. It, it, it is. And, but, but I don't think that should take away from what is everything else he has to fucking offer because you could be a shitty person but still be a good teacher you still be a good teacher right well okay let's take albert einstein i have no idea he might have been the most amazing man i'm just saying I'm sorry he he could have just he could have been also doing a lot of shady shit but it doesn't take away from what he gave to the world and then the right. other thing we were talking about was well, i watched selma, selma yeah and Martin Luther King, you watch it and you're like, okay, he's one of the most amazing men ever. You know what I mean? Like he was willing to die for this great cause. Amazing. He knew he was probably going to die for it. He went about the movement in such an amazing way. You know, he I really- I mean, a genius. He's genius. A genius. Genius. And, and yet he was cheating on his wife a lot. And there's a scene in the movie where she, you know, confronts him and you can, she talks about how much it's tearing her up. And also the fact that she's like, hey, like I'm already in a position where our kids are getting death threats. We're getting death threats. And on top of it, you're sleeping with other women. You know what I mean? And, and she's like, can you at least tell me, do you love them? You know, you could just see the pain she's in. And it made me think like, huh, does this affect how I feel about who he was as a person? And it's like, no. it, it, it can't take away from all the good he did. He fucking did so much good. Absolutely. But it did change my opinion a bit of, hey, like that's kind of fucked up that you were putting your wife through but that. But come on, man. Everyone does something. I'm not like, saying. All right, but the, why should that change your perfect. opinion? That has because, nothing to do with what he fucking did. Because he's kind of, dra he's dragging his wife down into his shit. He's not being honest. Who cares? Well, that's the question. It's like. And then, right, first of all, it's who cares because, right, at the end of the day, we still revere him and he, and does it change the way I think about him? Yes, but not even necessarily in a bad way, but it does just change my... And, and where's the limit then? I'm being where's... serious. Like, okay, what if I told you... I don't think you... there is a limit. This okay, is what okay. I think. So this... listen, what if, look, Martin, listen, is... what if you found out he was like taking his dick out and like... Don't care. Child molester. Don't what child if he was a child molester? Well... I mean that's a that's well, that, a that's, well, but that's like, but yeah but to asking, you that's where your boundaries are right, 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 okay. exactly right. we're saying so where's the limit if he's a child molester he's a child molester but he you know did a lot of great things and whatever sure. I just I just I don't know it's it's hard to explain but I'll tell you one thing there there have been nights where I'm just on the computer and all of a sudden I will start watching interviews from inmates Oh, yeah, I, I love those. People who are, have murdered, Hell people yeah. who have done these crazy crimes, right? Mm -hmm. And some of the shit they say is very useful. Totally. And unlocks things in your mind, and you just take that and go. But you don't sit there and go, 
uh, he's a murderer, so this is bullshit. Like, no, he he's a murderer. Yeah, he's a fucking psycho. And who can maybe he fucks, he doesn't fuck his wife, he cheats on his wife, whatever. And he fucking drowns his kid in tubs. But he said that thing, he had that thought, he said that thing, and that was useful. And that was good. And I'll take that, and you can have the fucking rest of it. Well, that's the thing. So that's, but I'm taking this with me. That's, I think, part of what the, the documentary kind of came to, which was that, like, at the end of the day, your job, our job as individuals, is, like, to take the good and leave the bad, or to take the good and grow from the bad. And so, exactly. inherently, all of these people, all, all people are going to have faults and are going to have human error. And I think it's just a matter of how, like, you know, how it relates to your life. Like, like should like mlk's wife should she have left him if you're married to this, this one of the greatest leaders of all time one of the greatest leaders of all time you are now responsible for raising his children yep. and and supporting this cause right her marriage to him is not just about her and her feelings she's actually supporting this cause. cause and he if as she had divorced leader, and left him it would have fucked up the image a million it would have fucked up the image and you know what who know men cheating have nothing to do with women when men cheat it has to do with their own shit it has to do with their own insecurity their own ego their own animal desires that truthfully we don't understand i don't i'm not saying that i condone cheating or that i think it's right you're saying that we don't understand it we as don't a understand woman. as women and i and i think when women cheat there's probably other justifiable reasons too i think that everything is justifiable I get why people kill other people. I don't think it's right, but I can hear I can hear your case, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that like, right. So at, that's my big question. Like, as you know, at what point in leadership? And I'll talk about we can talk about more later. But I know, I'm like Sarah. We're talking. I know, tonight. We so much to talk about. <laughs> but you know, at what point in your life, as you move forward into, I mean, even in like organizations, say you're working for a company. And you find out that the I've worked for clubs that have had total scumbag managers, total scumbag owners. I have been sexually harassed by so many people. I worked at a restaurant once where I was sexually harassed and they actually asked me to not make like they pressured me to not like claim it as sexual harassment because of the headache it would be for all of them. Right. So, you know, there's all these levels of corruption. There's corruption everywhere. At what point? You know, do you are you like, oh, this is just what it is, and it's my spiritual growth to see this dysfunction and just choose something different for myself and not judge that person, or are you like cut and run? These people are crazy. This well, is what I, this think, is what I can, think. Okay, I think I, when it directly affects you, that's when you're in control. Right, you, can, you choose you your get the experience. Fuck out of there. If it's me, yes, it's right. happening to me. I'm out. Right, like, whatever. I'll give right, a right, fuck. Yeah, it's like you it's don't a judge for you. You 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 don't judge the person. You're not like, oh, I'm better than you. You go, huh? But I'm if out. it's affecting you negatively, yeah. choice. Right. But if it's just right. like right. a fart, right. it's happening to someone else. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, this person's a terrible person. Like, whatever. Like, Martin Luther King, what, he could have fucking murdered people. Like, whatever. But he still said great things that will fucking echo. And that needed still, to be and heard. Still do. And needed to be, he needed to lead that conversation. Right. And so he And did. you know, what he does, you know, other than that is, you know, his thing. It's He didn't murder me. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it didn't directly affect me. So it's like you look from afar. I'm not a police officer. I don't enforce the law. So it has nothing to do with mm -hmm. me. It's like, you know, you, you just take the good and leave the bad. So then, like, the question is, though, then who do you trust? Like, what does it mean to trust? Like, what does it mean to... Well, that's in and your what control. I, I think in? for me, I want to be around people who are, I mean, authentic. Right. You know, because I don't, I don't expect perfection from a person. And I don't expect pure truth because most people 
don't even know their own they're truth on their, yet. They're on their own filter. They're in their own, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But, I, but for me, I like to be around people who are as honest with themselves as they can be. Totally. You know, I don't expect perfection, but I like to be around people who aren't being led by ego where they're pretending they're perfect or, if they or are, pretending they're better they're, they're than just you. So, an awareness of... An yes. awareness of, you know, where where their faults Be are. Be own your shit. Own and, your yeah, shit, own right, it. Right. And that was if the you think this. you're perfect and that your shit doesn't smell, that's already a red flag. But it was so interesting in the documentary because the guy. So there was this one scene where he is leading this chant, this kirtan chanting workshop, and there's this hot blonde, and she is like, "I'm the biggest fan. Oh my god, I'm so in love with you," and he's like, "I'm in love with you too." He doesn't know her. And he's like, if you want to come with me to like Bali or wherever he was going, like you're welcome to join me, right? And she yeah. and her parents were there at this thing. And she's like, oh my God, I really, really want to. That's so exciting. And she's like, let me just double check with my parents. So she double checked with their parents and the father goes up to to uh, whatever his name is. And he's like, listen, my daughter can go, but I just want to be really clear. Like, she's not fucking you. Like, she, she my daughter can go and, and train, but like, if, I just want to be really straightforward. Like, I'm unclear about your intentions and like, you're not fucking my daughter. And the daughter echoed him was like oh no we're not gonna fuck like i don't want to fuck we don't want to fight each other we're on a spiritual journey and but what, what was his name i keep getting bhagavan das. bhagavan das was like oh no i'm here to fuck you you're not invited anymore <laughs> yeah he's like if right? you're not gonna spread your legs you're not coming on tour literally had something it was like as vulgar as that's that. what he it says was like if you don't want to spread he, your he legs. was like well he was going on a mad rant though where he was like this girl expects me to pay for her take her with me on yeah. tour and she's not gonna spread her legs for yeah me. it was so gross it was like this disgusting like uh, very misogynistic rant it's just like so off like uh, like this is expected of me but you don't want to fuck and it's like that's not even what he invited her for you know like it was just like he he she owed it to him to fuck him yeah and well i could see how someone in that uh his stature in that community where he's kind of like a celebrity yeah that he would just kind of expect absolutely right so that's the thing like you kind of get it yeah i i don't i i heard him out he'd been married and then married again while he was already married like this guy has no reverence for like he doesn't have his basis for human relationships is really off right so he's off he is telling the truth about his intentions and so it was so interesting because they did this interview with the parents. at least he's doing that though well that's the thing they did this interview with the parents and the parents Jeff Brown's like, okay, so what did you think of that? And the parents, they both had the same opinion, which was like, well, here's the thing. At first, it was incredibly upsetting. We spent a lot of time hating this man, hating this man that we have followed. We spent time cursing him. We've stopped being religious. We, we completely said, fuck God, fuck the divine. This is total bullshit. And then... What the, what the parents were actually like evolved enough to say is, well, what we realized, what the, what the father had realized is like it brought up a lot of his stuff and a lot of his feelings about what it means to be a man or what it means to be a father or control or protection or what he expects of people. Like it brought up all of these questions for him where he actually got more connected to his own story. He took it to therapy. He took it to, he got his own healing work done. And so then they were coming out of this experience being like, this was such a great experience. We valued so much from from his truth even though it upset us it actually was required for our healing but that was on them that they you can take any experience in life any heartbreak death and you can choose what direction you're going to go right and what lesson you're going to get from it so right. that was on them that doesn't right he that doesn't excuse that bhagavan das's 
really gross behavior. Absolutely. And, right, and right. once again, it's fine because he does say a lot of poignant, great things. But as Jeff Brown even comes to conclusion in the thing, he's like, he gets them, he almost forgives them, but he doesn't want to be around them. Well, right. You and that's right, not exactly. And it's fine. If, if some people can pick him as a spiritual leader still and get a lot out of him, that's fine. But I, for me and my own choice, you know, I, I want to go towards someone who actually feels healed. Totally. And it doesn't have their shit getting in the way. Totally. But maybe he doesn't have shit. Maybe that's just like him, like, this no, is kind of just what I want to do. But see, I kind of agree with Joe. Like, maybe he's just like, oh, fuck it. This is like, this is what everyone's thinking. Like, this, I'm just going to say it. Well, because here's the thing his shit is what it is. Like, even if. Like, like it's not right. You know what I mean? It's not right. But, he, like, at the end of the day, if a hot blonde mean? walks up to me, I'm like, oh, you want to come with me to Peru? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to fuck you there. That's going to be sick. Well, because at the end of the day, <laughs> And like, she's like, no. He's like, all right, well, never mind. I your just... animal instincts, his instinct to behave like that is what it is. So, like, is it, is the responsible thing for him to be like, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm a fucked up person. Or is it to be, like, I think maybe the third option is, like, I'm going to heal and I'm going to live by a certain moral, moral code. But... Actually, what he did was say, I don't care. This is this is this sort of I am right. embracing this. Who you know, I am. He sees himself as an irregular, having an irregular life experience. He sees himself as as being, you know, like what do I want to say? Like that's his truth. His truth is that his animal instinct is to fuck 19 year old blondes you know i'm not I, again like yeah i don't i wouldn't hang out with him either i'm not attracted to him i don't i don't condone the behavior but you know is it what is more whole what is more like what is more responsible to own your truth or to just hide under this guise of perfection no absolutely but there's a there's once again you don't hide your truth you don't suppress your truth his actions are almost coming from a suppressed truth. He's like, he, right. it's coming from a vulnerability and insecurity. Right. And he talks about that. He's like, do you know what it feels like to be rejected by all these people? Blah, 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 blah. So it's actually not coming. He's, he's almost lying by being like, this is just my animal instinct. Right. It's not it's just, not, it's about something it's else. Something else that he's actually yeah. riding over. Yeah. 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 And that's what's happening. And that's what we were talking about before. Like, you maybe. don't actually get to skip a step. Well, right. He's trying to, no, but, he's trying to skip a step because you can still have those urges i'm not asking him to not be a human and not be a man i know a lot of men they see a hot blonde walk by and they're like oh my god but does right. that mean you cat call them you objectify them you put your shit onto them no it's but is coming... it putting shit or is it him just he's just a shitty guy right and or like or like is there a woman that likes that like like that's the thing like all the fucked up things that exist within us whether it's whether it's that we're healed or unhealed like okay maybe he actually has like a mommy issue that he has to work out or maybe he has and maybe some he doesn't you know right but but regardless like even if like whether right he also might not and that just might be his animal instinct like whatever the case may be he exists in that way and is as healed as he as he is and like you know, well, there's no right or wrong. It's really there's no just, right or wrong. Well, it's stages of, of evolution. He's in his stage, and it's going to keep going for lifetime to lifetime. And it's like, so you don't judge it, but you once again, as Joe said, you make a choice whether or not you want to be around it and whether it's healthy or toxic for you. Totally. And the last thing I know we have to wrap up, when they when he interviews Ram Dass at the end, because Ram Dass to me is real deal dude. And, yes. Um, oh, he was amazing. He's amazing. And he, what he, well, right. And you can so tell the knows, difference. Yes. And he knows Bhagavan Das personally. And he oh, literally, sorry. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get the phrase 100% 
correctly, but he said something like, you have to be accountable on all planes of existence. Absolutely. It can't just be the spiritual. You want to be, you know, in the spiritual, in the psychological, and he goes well, through it's like it. Spiritual, psychological, physical, emotional. Yes, exactly. And, and that's where he, and you don't have to be. It's you're, being a human being is such a complex state of being. You're not supposed to be perfect. You can be whatever you are, you, you know, who cares? But once again, Bhagavan Das was masquerading as a spiritual leader. And that's where, why Ram Das is saying it can be a little more dangerous because that's right. when you almost become a cult leader and you can right, accidentally the rules change mislead. all of a sudden. Yes. The human, what, what is actually acceptable, People right. are like, help me. You have people who are wanting guidance and help. And if you go to someone who's going to manipulate and misguide you. And fuck your daughter. But that's still, once again, on <laughs> you. Exactly. To, to walk away from that person. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, you can't even... heal the entire world. You can only control who you Maybe let in and Maybe just out. have an uglier daughter. <laughs> and this wouldn't fucking happen. Thank you. Mary Words down. of wisdom. Mary down. We do have to wrap up. All right, though. all right. We can talk um, about this all day. Sarah, where can they find you? Um, you can go to sararmour.com. Twitter? My name, S-A-R-A-A-R-M-O-U-R.com, or Twitter, or, yeah, Facebook, Twitter. I'm, I'm just, like, all She's over everywhere. the interwebs. She's I'm everywhere. all over the interwebs. And hopefully YouTube videos coming soon. And YouTube videos coming soon. Oh, and I'm headlining Caroline's on July 7th, so please come. I don't know if anyone's going to actually come. But, oh, am I allowed to say that because it's Stand Up New York? No, no, no. I was just oh. saying that. Yeah, you're uh, saying that's awesome. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm really excited. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's good. You know, I'm just going to try to She's going to kill. I'm going to let the angels speak through me and shit, but... um. It's cool. You won't bomb. It's fine. You won't. Don't I mean, think about no, it. No, she's, she's stellar. She's a boss <laughs> on stage. Thanks, baby. She's got it. Let's hope. So, yeah, please come. Yeah. 27. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Joe Santagato and Kate. At the Kate Wolf. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.